Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, we are back once again. I'm Joshua Fisher along with Nicholas Snacks, Kreider, and the Quan Cosby. This is the Horns Up Talking Texas Pod. So get your horns up because here we go. We are back, refreshed off the bye week. Oklahoma State has lost. So just like that, my opinions have turned around. And once again, I think we can make it to the Big 12 Championship. And I'm back on the bandwagon, baby. You can't take me off for too long. But we are not alone today. We have one of the best defensive players in the history of the University of Texas. Four-time Pro Bowler and first-round pick. And ironically, as we match up against Baylor this week, he hails from Waco like our boy Quan. Please welcome to the show, Derek Johnson. Derek, how you doing, man? Doing good. Thanks for the introduction, my man. Got you, man. Waco, baby. I want to start with that. We got Baylor week. Um, I know me personally, man. Uh, of course, always good to see you, fam. And um, I love going back home, man. It was so cool because that's, you know, there was times when we played back in our day, Floyd Casey, and of course, in y'all stadium. But when, when you're playing at UT, of course, Baylor came after us hard. But uh, <laughs> how, how was it going back home and playing in front of I bet uh, just a few tickets. You know what? Uh, too many tickets. I tell you what, man. Uh, uh, it, it, it's always a pleasure to get back to Waco. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, you know, me and Quan are proud products of, you know, of Waco and that Central Texas area, man. Uh, 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 but to go back, grow up, to grow up a Baylor fan. I grew up, you know, naturally Baylor fans early on, and my brother went to Baylor, my sister went there, so I, I've seen a lot of uh, sick of bears, but I tell you what, man, uh, to go down there in that burnt orange with, with my brothers uh, and, and kick some kick some tail steps, especially back in the day, they you know, Baylor wasn't, you know, they didn't have the RG3s and all that, so there was it was 50 to zero type of game, so it was, you know, <laughs> hey, come back hey, what they say, a stat game. <laughs> right, it was big time stat game, so you gotta, you gotta, you know, uh, you, we have a few of those during during that year but uh, uh it's always good to get back home to wake up mm-hmm. yeah the tide has completely changed they're the number 16 team they're six and one our defense has been a little sus at points especially against the run um but again feeling good we have a lot of great defensive players on our team uh what are some of the things you've been loving about our defensive guys maybe particularly over sean this year DJ? yeah I was just, that's the name i was about to throw out i tell you what man uh, uh he reminds me of myself, just the out athletic. Whoa. To, to, to get uh, listen, no, I, lo- to, I love him. Yeah. <laughs> that's a big statement, DJ. <laughs> oh, baby. Well, I love him. But that's at, a at least from the uh, uh obviously he doesn't have all the accolades that I that, that I that I've accomplished at Texas, but I tell you what, uh far as athletically moving sideline to sideline, this guy can run, he's athletic, he can cover 
you know, uh, he can cover the slot, he can cover tight ends, he can cover. He's not really a mismatch uh, linebacker when he's out there. You could put him out there for all three downs. That's what I really love about him. I always uh, have a have a. Um, I'm biased when it comes to athletic linebackers, and he's a he's a former safety. I've always kind of wanted to play safety. That was kind of you know uh, something I I kind of got too big to play safety. But uh, Obershawn's a guy that 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 I, I I look to make plays on that defense. We need a lot more plays to be made from the defense, but uh, he, he's definitely a shining star. And the yeah. way with the NFL is going too, I mean, that type of that type of player is is doing well now in the NFL. Like you look at a guy like Isaiah Simmons, right? You look at like a Cam Chancellor type guy, a big physical safety that kind of comes down as a hybrid. Like he might have some really great opportunities in the NFL. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll tell you what, man, uh, you know, the, the college um, scheme has leaked into the NFL big time when you're talking about spread, spread offense, four and five wide. Uh, uh, I mean, this is a this is a type of uh, defense. Now you got you. It's not no kind of big. Um, uh, LeVon Kirkland and those guys, those big Steeler linebackers and nothing like that. You got you need oh, linebackers. That can, yeah, you can. Need, you need linebackers that can play in space and play all three downs because if not, these offenses are so good that they mismatch you and they say, okay, let's let's pick on this guy. And you don't want to be that guy to get picked on. I love the LeVon Kirkland shout out. He uh, hosts <laughs> he no he hosts we produce his podcast, his Clemson podcast on our network. Oh, so. nice. <laughs> yeah, nice. he's a part big of the big time player. No. No offense to him now. Oh, I mean, yeah, no, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, it's all change. love. Yeah. He'll love it. He loves a, sh- a shout out to shout out. I love how like the I love how linebackers want to be safeties and safeties want to be linebackers. It's like NBA <laughs> players want to be rappers and rappers want to be NBA players. <laughs> <Right. laughs> that is true. Thing, man. Oh no, that's love, man. So hey, hey DJ, I know you you've gone and you mentor some of the guys and you check on them like all of us do who live back in the Austin area. Have you met a decent amount of the coaching staff for sure, Sark? Uh, just, just your thoughts of this crew, man. I know personally, I, I think he's a real deal. I think he's very relational and uh, just want to know if you got that same feel, my man. I, I did. Relational is the right word. You, you talk about a guy, uh, Coach Sark, when you're around him, uh, you, you're not hiding. You know, so some head coaches you're around and you feel uncomfortable. You're like, oh, man, this he's a guy that's very inviting, easy to talk to. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's an old school ball coach. He's not that old, but he's a ball coach. He's very smart. Uh, I tell you what, I, I love his staff. I, I think uh, even though the season's not going the way we want to right now, I think the staff is really good. Uh, we need to get a couple more players, you know, in, in here to help us next recruiting class. But uh, this coaching staff, uh, I'm rooting for him. Uh, I'm rooting for coach Sark. So, Hopefully he can get ter- things turned around. Hopefully, I mean, we still got a chance. Uh, yeah. for Big Twelve. I mean, we gotta kind of win out, but We're back, I mean, baby. <laughs> We're back in action. Hey, Josh is always the old, but hey, not that we're not, but. He's yeah. the first to jump back in that Kool-Aid. Swan dive, <laughs> it. swim, it. spit it out of his mouth. <laughs> yeah, doing tricks in the water. I mean, I love the I love the sentiment though. Like his I mean, in years past, and it's hopefully a culture change, not just with the you know, the former players, the current players, and the people involved in the football team, but you know, the fan base as well. People aren't really jumping down the team's throat and the coaching staff's throat like we've seen in the past. Like if we go four and three with a couple of blown losses, people will be calling for PK's head in the past. I think people are kind of understanding that Sark and his guys need to get their players in the mix. Nothing wrong with the guys we have now, but these aren't the guys they recruited. 
they have to recruit to their fit and recruit to their scheme. Uh, I would love to hear a bit on the, speaking of recruiting, what was recruiting like for you, DJ? Because we've heard some of Quan's stories. Uh, not all, I'll say that, but some of Quan's <laughs> stories about their recruiting days. You, you know what? Uh, recruiting was, was wild, man. Uh, uh, it's, it's probably, it's probably more wild now, but uh, uh, back then, uh, uh, you know, I had, I had just about everybody knocking at the door. Uh, calling my mom's phone. We didn't have, I didn't have cell phones when, uh, when I was in <laughs> high school. So you have to, you have to call the landline, the house phone at the house. But uh, uh, I've had plenty of coaches come to come to the house and just uh, talk, talk really good talks. Uh, uh, it's hard to, it's hard to decipher, you know, who, you know, where you want to go. Cause everybody talks a good game. You know, everybody, everybody talks education. Everybody talks about uh, um, having, being on a great team, you know, taking care of, you know, your son, that's going to be leaving the house. And uh, it's just something, something about coach Brown was a little different, you know, it's a little different. Uh, he's, he's that, 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 that father away from home for a lot of our guys. And I tell you what, uh, he was, he had it down to a science. I mean, he was all about the parents. Like the parents, they they'll they'll push oh, you and yeah. make you. They'll push you and make you say, "Hey, man, we probably need to go on and get you know jump on this uh jump on this uh, <laughs> uh recruiting deal, or, you know, or, or this uh scholarship, I should say." But uh, uh I mean, I, I I'm so appreciative of Coach Brown and what he what he did uh for the program and did for us, and it's something that I cherish for the rest of my life. Yeah, DJ, man, that just reminded yeah, me of very, something. Very smart to go after the parents, for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure, yeah. No, that's what it's about. And that trust is, is, is what it's about. But I just remember something, man, in recruiting. Dude, you remember when we were going to Florida State? And, yes. And uh, we connected, I think it was Memphis, and the plane messed up? I, I'm not sure. You know, I, I got, you know, <laughs> it was so crazy. So, so me, DJ, Tommy, we all went on a lot of recruiting uh, trips together. And that was my first time being in the plane. And we were flying. And by the way, I have a crazy freaking memory like this. Uh, sometimes, sometimes I say, should say I got hit in the head too much. But the, um, and, it, and we were just, we were taking off and it was just about to go. And then it went back down. And this, I remember like nothing. This girl behind us was crying loud. And you don't remember because of this. So we had to deplane. And fortunately, we got lucky. And about an hour later, we got on another plane. But I'm going to tell you what's crazy. And I'm laughing, you got DJ, All-American, all that, everything. But you said this. You said, man, I can't believe it happened. Boy, if we would have been in the air and that happened, I would have peed on myself. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was we, real feelings right there. No, and we all felt the same way, man. And I was like, bro, I, I, I don't know. Again, my, it was, I guess it was going into my set because we connected out of Texas. And then that was going to be my second flight. But, boy, we were scared as crap going Man. to meet Bobby Bowden and having that good time and all that stuff. But And, of course, OU won it, so we went there the next week. But, dude, I, it just popped in my head, man. Man, you, you bringing up some old memories. I'm like, golly, that is true. You did go on a lot of trips with us. Me, Tommy, it was a few other guys. But, yeah, we went on uh, the Benson same. went on a few. Did Benson go? No, did Benson go to Florida State, too? I don't know if he went to Florida State. I don't think he went to Florida State. He went to, yeah, yeah. He went to Texas. He went to yeah, other ones so with mad. The yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll tell you what, uh, while we're talking about uh, recruiting uh, uh, real quick, but w- when we signed, I always remember, I think I told uh, Corn this, when we signed, you know, I'm 
I, I go to the big school in Waco, you know, you, you know, he's, he, he's Mark Texas, you know, Mark, <laughs> little school I know what you're about to say, man. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, man, I always remember this. I, you know, I already know, cause I've been in the paper a bunch. So I'm like, all right, well, let me open today's paper. I, we just signed with Texas, me and, me and Quan. We opened the, opened the newspaper. Well, he was on the front page. I'm looking like, Man, where is my picture? You had you had to open me up a couple a couple pages and say, "Oh, there you go. He's right there." Let's go, like, Q. You know what? I always, you know what? I I give you respect for that, man, because that that that's like I knew how big you were, but uh, to actually uh, be from Mart and to actually like I mean, we had some some big time players come out of Waco, but to yeah, actually you know have that pub to to be on the front page that was that, that was big to me. To me, I was like, man, that's 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 just big time. And that was wild because we didn't pick Baylor, who was hot about all of that. Man. We, oh, had yeah, a lot of, was hot. we had a lot yeah. of Central Texas dudes that they were wanting to turn it around. But, man, they took too many L's at the time. They took too yep. many L's. What, Speaking uh, of turning it around, high school, oh, go ahead. what percentage of high school players that come out of Waco end up actually going to Baylor, do you guys think? Oh, Billings man. did. But it is uh, it's tough because you say Baylor slash Central Texas. So you go clean, you go mark, you go. That whole area, yeah, that whole area, yeah, that, yeah well, that, that, it makes it worse because yeah, and and some people, I mean, my, my brother went there, he yeah, my brother went Waco there, High went there, uh, but I mean, at that time during the during the nineties and and by the time two thousand one came around, I, I've seen we, we know we've seen way too much, so we like <laughs> no. Nah. I think Coach Steele was there or somebody yeah, else. Yeah, Coach Steele was there. And, <laughs> I, and I remember Coach Coach Chambers told me, he said, Baylor going to be good one day. But, uh, yeah, they're not there. And if you go there, <laughs> we're going to double you and you're not going to do crap. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just real. I was like, oh, that's a good point. Yeah. So, no, but uh, I was about to say, uh, your Chiefs, man, Woo, they balled, got their Super Bowl. They were doing their thing. Yeah. But things looking a little different right now, man. I know you watch them. You're in every hall of everything they have. But uh, what do you think about your boys, man? Man, you know what? Uh, a disappointing start right now. That they're they're they're, they're kind of underachieving. I I would say because they still. When you look at the roster. They got a roster. They they're a team. They're not missing anybody. Epic. Uh, uh, even if you uh, uh, say their defense is not as good, their offenses. They've been having that for the last few years. So right now um, they have to figure out, uh, first of all, play better. You know, even it starts with the quarterback, starts with the head coach. They have to figure out the way to get the ball to the, to the playmakers, Tyreek Hill and, and uh, um, Travis Kelsey and those guys. Somehow they have to run the ball. I know they're, they're uh, Clyde Edwards and Larry, he, he's, uh, he's out for right now. So uh, they have to figure out how to run the ball. It's just so the ball won't be in the air so many times, you know, that's when, that's when things happen. Uh, but uh, at the end of the day, you know, if, if I'm a, if I'm a, if I'm gonna go all in with somebody, uh, Patrick Mahomes is probably a guy I can I, I I would go to war with, even if he has a couple bad games, because uh, he's a guy he he can he can he can light you up from anywhere. Dude, that yeah, reminds I, me, man. Go ahead. I, I tell you, as as poor of a season he as it started for him, I mean, it, in his standards, no yeah. one still wants to play him in the playoffs. No, exactly, without That's a question. True. That is true. That is true. Especially with the weapons they have. Yeah. Well, and you talked about the staff. That reminds me. I'm hearing we've heard it for years and years and years. Uh, Behind me, 
Um, yeah. yeah, I think you know him pretty well, man. Just yeah. and they're talking about USC now, and they're talking about all over. You think he's gonna get one, man? And really, you know him better than we do. Mm-hmm. You think he's gonna get that shot? You think I, he deserved that shot? I, I absolutely deserves. Absolutely. You, I'll tell you what, man. He he's been working his butt off. You talking about a guy, a ball coach, a guy you can sit down and talk ball with, uh, and he's gritty. I mean, his mindset. I mean, you talk about. Um, Jamal Charles' success. Yeah, you pointed uh, Eric Bieniemy. You pointed yeah. him. He, he helped out Jamal to be tough. You know, Jamal's a scatty guy, so he's more on the outside. But he, when he was with Eric Bieniemy, he was through the tackles, man, running, running up and down the field. And that was plenty of days where uh, Jamal didn't like what you know Bieniemy said to him. You know, Eric said to him. So I mean, it was one of those things where he would get the best out of his players, man, and they will respond every single time. But I, I'm rooting for Coach e, Coach E, man, uh, EB. Uh, he, he's one of them coaches where you, you want to see him succeed. He, he's a guy that's, uh, that he wants it. He's trying to probably wait for the, the perfect opportunity. But at some point, he'll, he'll, he'll definitely be a head coach. I love the idea of him going to USC. Mm-hmm. And I love it because I'm sure we could all attest College football, I'm a saw. I mean, you can see the Celtics in the background. I'm, you know, yeah. Boston guy, but the, and the MLB is good when the Yankees are good. That's just a fact. Yeah. College football is good when Texas football is good, when Jeez. USC is good. Yeah. And you know what? I know we've had the rivalry in the past. We played them recently, and it's, it's always going to be that spark, but I want them to be good again. And I think that I think the times are changing. It seems where people are taking into account who the players want to be the coach. And I think Benyenemy is the kind of guy that players will respond to and want to be the coach more so than ever. And I think that it'll, I think he'll get his shot, whether it's the NFL or college. I feel like in college, you have a little bit more leeway. And I think that it's a safe place to go to, especially USC for him. And he, if he wants to go back to the NFL, it's always going to be there. But USC is a major program opening. And I would love to see him try, try his uh, hand there. Yeah, and he has those West Texas ties. You know, being a Colorado dude, uh, you know, knowing that, that West Coast as well as he is, man. I think it would be cool too, man. I, I want us to get better first, but I do want him to go out there That's and, a given. and get his thing, man. Yeah, back to us, though. This Baylor team, though, can run. And yeah. DJ, as you talk about it being an athletic linebacker, you know, you man the inside and at the highest of clips. What's your best go at, a st- at stopping the run, especially with a number of guys that can do it on their team? Stopping the run? Yeah. Yeah, stopping the run. Well, you got you to set the edge and uh, build a wall up front. I mean, it, it, the defensive line, they always say it starts up front. It really does start up front. So the defensive, the defensive line, ha- have, they have to set the edge on the outside, inside backers, those guys got to come up and, and fill the holes. I mean, the, the, the crazy thing about foot, uh, defense, I was going to say football, but defense is the ultimate team game because, uh, man, one guy can be out of the gap and, and the ball squirts out and you, you're looking at the whole defense like, come on, you know, what, well, you know, what are y'all guys doing? So it's, it's accountability uh, on that defensive side of, of the ball. Hey, guys, do your job and then help out. Don't, don't try to do too much. Do your job, um, secure your gap strong and, and, and come downhill. And at the end of the day, they're going to be passing the ball because that's that's what people do. You know, nowadays everybody's pass happy, but you got to you got to take care of that run. You can't let that run uh, sneak up on you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. I mean, that's our strength, their strength. 
Uh, so it's strength versus strength, it seems, in this one. What do you think of Bijan, man? Because obviously we're over the moon about this guy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Bijan. Every time somebody says his name, I'm like, I just put my head down like, man, this guy, man, that's, I, I don't even know where to start with him. Uh, he kind of reminds me of uh, um, Ladanian Thompson, you know, a guy that's, that's shifty, uh, stronger than, than LT, uh, maybe not as athletic, maybe so athletic. I don't know, but this guy has it all. I mean, he can run you over. He can break the tackles. He can outrun you. He can juke you. I mean, uh, I saw him the other day. We, we took a picture. We were at an event, and, you know, I have my arm on him, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm looking. I'm like, man, you, you, you are dense, man. You are, <laughs> you are like that. He, he just looked at me, kind of like, oh yeah, yeah. He probably because I, I caught him off guard because I, I didn't know. I mean, he's obviously a, a nice looking athlete, athlete, but a football player. But man, he is solid, man. I'm telling you, man. He's a guy that's uh, if he can stay healthy, man, man, he's going, he's going, he's he's going to make a lot of. Uh, he's going to help. Teams now and team oh, play yeah. in the future. Oh, we've been talking about it for a long time. He's going to be a high, really high pick, and some NFL oh, yeah. teams are really happy with him. I mean, if you just combine that speed with that size you're talking about, it's deadly. You went up against a lot of amazing running backs in your career. Who do you think the hardest guy to tackle was? Oh, man. You know, the, the guys that, since I was an athletic guy, I, the hardest guy, I asked, I've, I've had this question asked before, the hardest guys are the bigger guys like Marshawn Lynch, these guys, you know, those guys give you a headache. You're like, you know, because <laughs> I hit candy. him and, and he doesn't go down. You know, you hit Sproles, you hit Shady McCoy, you hit Jamal and those guys, those guys don't go down. It's just what it is. But uh, Beast Mode is like, no, nah, let's let's go. And if you do knock me down, the next play, I'm, I'm, I'm coming at your head. And and, <laughs> and he's, he has a uh, uh, um, some athletic abilities where he can move side to side. So he's not like a big all-stop coming downhill. So, I mean, it's uh, he, guys like that kind of, kind of give me like, all right, man, I got to get going. We see why Derrick Henry is a leading rush in the NFL right now. I mean, they just know the formula and he also has the speed to go with it. He's got the highest sprint speed in the NFL. Absolutely. I mean, he's a guy. I mean, he just, he just fall. He just falls forward for four yards. I mean, it's just, <laughs> that's, that's just easy. I mean, yeah, he's a he's a guy that man. I mean, DBs they they just. I mean, they have nightmares going against that guy because when he gets out on the outside, all you gotta do is block up the front and deep and uh, the receivers go crack the safeties and let the cornerback say, "Hey, tackle this guy. Tackle him if you want to." Yeah, it's just one of those. I mean, that's what I love about Bijan though is like. His he's just so fast and he's big and his receiving skills. There's just so many tools in his toolbox, like a guy like Henry. And you kind of almost know it's coming, but he still always gets his. Like I remember when AP ran for 2000 yards and I think their quarterback was Christian Ponder. We bring up Florida state and that guy was in the league for just a couple of years, I guess walked out with, you know, maybe 18, 20 starts and they would stack the box and AP every time. And you knew it was coming and he still got it. And Bijan yeah. is like that kind of guy. I mean, DJ, you're the ultimate gas up guy. I gotta say, over Sean's like you, <laughs> D- <laughs> Bijan's like LT. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start hanging yeah. around with you, man. I I can't wait to wait to up this guy over here. Yeah, that, that, well, you know what, man? I, I just giving giving them giving those young players their, their flowers, man. They they are really really good. They man. are, man. And I just I just hope that they can they can keep getting better. Obviously, we know what. Bishan uh has in the future but as far as Overshun and other guys just keep getting better because football is a this this game where if you if you don't keep getting better you're either getting better or you're getting worse man yes sir 
Dude, I, I got one I didn't think about. This is random. Dude, this NIL era. Ooh, what are your thoughts? Man, it would have been nice to play in that era. Or, man, the game is changing a little bit. Well, you know, Ben, you're retired now. You know, I, I crack up because I there's some things I'm like, man, that would have been sweet. And some I'm old school, like, nah, man, the game is soft now. But NIL era, what are your thoughts about this craziness? You, you, when you say NIL, you're talking about um, the cats getting paid and all this stuff for oh, what they're like. Goodness. Oh, oh, man, that's uh, <laughs> man, that's a whole other segment. You'd have made a little bit, huh? I know. And you know what? I, I could have used it so much, man. Uh, uh, being a being a young inner city kid uh, mm. coming from Waco and, uh, you know, moms, dad don't don't have much. And you go to school, you know, you get your three, four hundred dollar check every month and you're trying to make do uh, uh, and, and we're, you know, we're balling on the field. We're making the school a lot of money and to actually have a little extra, extra money in our pocket. Uh, uh, obviously what would have helped big time stress or reliever. It just, you know, of course not, you know, crazy amount of money, but enough to, to say, all right, man, I'm not over here struggling or thinking what I'm going to, you know, keep buying um, 99 cent um, um, jumbo jack, burgers just to get by every week i mean yeah. it's just one of those things where man i, I wish i wish that that, that would have been awesome man yes that would have been awesome oh that's cool man well, hey josh i know dj has a role you get you always get your you go in man let's I, I'm, I'm very interested to see what what dj's is let him have it nikki all right man we we ask this question to every single guest that comes on our show what's your favorite memory as a longhorn i mean this could be you as a player as a student Anything that like sticks out to you in the university? Oh man, that's that's a loaded one. Uh, if I had to pick one, I would have to pick um, the first uh, BCS game that we played in against Michigan. Uh, it, it, it I picked that because it, it kind of was a segue or a building block to winning the national championship next year. Mm -hmm. uh, it kind of put us on the map. We were, we were already there because you know we were winning nine, ten games a year, but that that 2004 season was like okay we ended maybe two or three in the country and it was like all right guys texas texas is here they've been doing it for the last few years texas you know is favorite to you know to meet usc type of type of deal even though i wasn't there people always ask me they're like oh man you you, you won the national championship i'm like Nah, not not quite. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't quite win it. But uh, I tell you what, uh, I, I always feel a part of that of that accomplishment. Oh, yeah. man. I always feel a part of it. And even though me and uh, I don't know if y'all know this, uh, a lot of people don't know this, but me and Corn came in at the same time, mm -hmm. two thousand and one. Uh, Corn went to go make a little bit. Of, he was a little smarter than us, so he went to go make a little money uh, early. <laughs> And then uh, I had to go and, get go get my NIL deal real quick. <laughs> <laughs> angels, angels and, in the outfield, baby. <laughs> right. And, and, and then and then soon as you know, he came at the right time. Right. So yeah. I left in 04. He came in 05. Won that championship. I mean, you know, it's just a Cinderella <laughs> a story. The good Lord led me in the right direction. Uh, <laughs> and, and you know what? That's cool that you said that, DJ, because uh, who also came in with us, we'll end with this, not not to be a sad portion of it, but. I remember hearing the story about said B. He was so passionate about Longhorns. He, he was so passionate as we were about playing at the school and loving the school and just balling in this. I think Coach Brown told me this story. He just balling in his in his locker. You won. He wasn't sad at all, but he was like, "It's the last time I'll play as a Longhorn." So man, uh, th those memories playing with said B and 
just good times, man. It definitely. Seb B, man. Seb B was my, uh, my, my, my college roommate, my, my freshman. We were, we were both roomed together. And I tell you what, man, uh, I miss him every day. I miss him every day. He's a guy that, uh, that, that, that had the ultimate confidence. When you talk about a guy running the ball, wanting to be the guy, uh, Cedric, Cedric was a, was a dog. He was a dog nice. on the field. He's a, his legacy will live on. And, uh, um, We'll miss him, man. We'll miss him. I miss Ed B, man. Miss him. Oh, man, I know you got to go see family, tell wifey and kiddos. Hello, man. And I appreciate you being on here. Hey, you, are, you, are you going to Waco or are you you hanging out? You chilling this weekend? No, actually, I'm going to Kansas City. So I'll be in oh, Kansas City ooh. this weekend. Yeah, hey, yeah. give them boys something. To, come they on. Tell them man. this they thing. Need you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, appreciate you, fam. We'll go golf soon. All right, y'all. Take it easy. All right, take Thanks, care, CJ. Bro. Be good, man. All right. It's good people right there, man. It's, it's good, good people. Yeah. That was fun. He's yeah. awesome. He's Dude, awesome. He, and what hey, was, he's to be a linebacker. He is that positive. He he just every time you roll with him, he is now and then. But that's what you talk about when he is that positive. Off the field, every day, all day, uplifting, supportive, man, just the coolest teammate and person. And then you get on that field and he flipped that switch. Oh man, was, <laughs> he, was he like down. a crazy like vocal leader in the locker room, like a guy who just just lets it rip? Yeah. Yeah, man. That, that, that's that's him, man. And and again, he's just he knows what he does. He prepares as well as anyone. Crazy athleticism. He's still I think I know for Texas, maybe college sports more, you know, strip strip fumbles than anybody in the dang on planet or the history of college. But just it, it was so cool, man. Growing up with DJ, seeing him, by the way, linebacker. I think he had 20 some 20 some tackles versus Tyler Lee. And oh, and then, you know, after that season, he just go run a, you know, 23, 200, 21, eight, or some crazy. I just, dude, just freakish athlete, man. So good yeah. people and great family. I you, you knew him before college, right? In high school? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. He Again, I was in Mark. That's why he always, dude, it's funny because he tells that story a lot. He's like, but we won state. And so, you know, we, my wow. small school. Uh, he, super, he left that. He left that part it's, out, it's man. super it, small. It, but, yeah, it's super small. But we were always winning. And and even to this, I mean, we're ranked number one in the, in the state now as a two-way school. But uh, much love. And DJ would come watch and, and show some love. Got to know his, his mom was a teacher and just really, really cool people. Brother, same. Still talk to Dwayne. So, no, nah, man, I, I, knew, I knew him for a long time. And that's why we always keep in touch. And. Just that uh, now y'all see even more why you know he's he's easy to want to keep in touch with. Dude, golfing it, it's funny, man. He that same person you saw on the golf, he's positive, never get mad, and, and just yeah, cool dude, man. That's why I can't I'm like we're still rolling, and obviously, Greg, because I wanted to like recap him a little bit because he said at the end is honestly one of the things that has stuck with me more than I know it's fresh and we just did this, but it has stuck with me more than anything that any of our other guests have said. And we've had some really awesome ones so far. And he was just happy to have got you guys there, put you all on the map. Yeah, yeah that's, that's awesome. The, that is like the ultimate mentality. It's like literally what we are talking about. We're talking about want, hating losing more than you love winning. And we're talking about team first. And like that, like, it doesn't get more university team first than that statement in a nutshell. It's just, it's, it's remarkable, honestly. Dude, it but, is. And he's right. You know, right, the, the way right. he prepared those cats every day. Are you kidding me? If you had to go against DJ every day, those linemen, a VY, you know, again, when VY had to try to make a play in practice and compete ones on ones with, you know, DJ and, and those cats back there. He's right. When I came in, that formula was I mean, it was there, that foundation and, and how to work, 
you know, because again, he, he said, and he looks apart, but he outworks every single one. We, we've heard Ricky's stories. He runs to the goal line and come back. And Benson did the same thing. Benson didn't finish five yards. Benson finished 65 yards and came back. And so the DJs, the Benson, those cats, a Rosses, they just, they're a different breed, man. And that's, that's what we all hope. Again, these two weeks preparing for Baylor, Sark locally talks so much about between the ears. Those are the things I hope that they talked a little bit more about these guys. I get it. You're at Texas, but what does that mean? What does that look like? We've had two rough weeks. How do we overcome that? Those stories you hear from DJ talking about doing it for even the class behind him, feeling like he was a part of that national championship team, which he was. That's that's what we're trying to get these guys to kind of realize and and, and kind of take that next step and, and try to continue to take it to another level. Mm-hmm. Often yeah. do you think Coach Sark or or any of these coaches bringing guys like DJ to talk to the team about these certain things? I mean, like I w- I feel like if guys were to hear that from his voice, they would it would really resonate with them and they would think to themselves, wow, okay, like, you know, just because it's not especially the seniors out there, right? Like they're not playing for anything now besides the fact that they want to get wins and they want to get some, you know, NFL looks and and they want to win a, a conference championship, but, you know, national titles are out of the question. So how often do you think that Sark brings these guys in to actually like discuss this? You know, Sark does a great job. He, like you said, I, I use the term relational a lot with Sark and DJ said, I, I don't have another word for it because when we talk amongst ourselves, that's what we say. We're like, man, he's so relational. He's inviting. And, uh, and he does this a lot, you know, the, the forever Texas program that they talk a lot about they're, they're, they're inviting more guys and, and trying to get, get that, you know, kind of perspective. And man, again, that, that's, but that's what it's about, man, making it beyond the individual, DJ also said, it's about, you're only as good as the guy in front of you, the guy right. next to you. That's the dude. I'm, if, I, if I'm consistently watching, that's what we're missing. And it's not a, that they're doing bad. They're just trying to do more than their job. You know, ultimately, if everybody kind of does their job synergistically, you're going to make a play early. Somebody's going to be in the position to make that long run by, you know, the running back or Caleb Williams get that tackle and make it a two yard run or, or get a tackle for loss and turn it over on fourth down. So he is so many of what he, so much of what he said is just a different beast. When he talks about said B the dog in him, that's what I was thinking about from, you know, Oklahoma state a year ago. Osa has some dog in him. Yeah. Osa says, I'm taking this game over. I want to win. Now, again, it still took a lot of guys in the middle during their thing, but he wanted to be that dude. And, and, and so to said be and so to so many guys who came and was in that 10 win, you know, 13, 14, you know, years in a row streak. They wanted to be those dudes. They understand even in wanting to be those dudes that it takes the next guy as well. And who it, it, they were fighting to be the guy in that moment. And I'm, I'm just looking and hoping for whomever's on this current team to have that that mindset that they all want to fight to be the guy together. But throw the ball to me, hand the ball to me, you know, all of the, you know, all of that. I'm going to make that. I'm going to, again, you go back to our national championship, fourth and two, they get that first down. The game is over. And, and, and so many of those guys, I think three of them split blocks, did something. And Lindell White, who had tore us up most of the night, get a loss. And then, you know, the rest is history. 
crazy, man. It's awesome. I mean, and again, like I'll we'll wrap it up. I and I rem- I'll never forget this because I we brought I brought up the Yankees earlier. I when I was younger, the Yankees were like down. They had runners on, and Jeter was coming up. And I asked my dad. I was like, "Is Jeter is Jeter scared to be in this situation?" <laughs> my dad is like, "No, it's the opposite. This is what he goes to bed at night." And lays awake dreaming and thinking about about yes. can I be in this situation? And I think this is the most this is the most telling week of the season because look, we knew what we were getting into the season started. We knew this was somewhat of a quote unquote rebuilding year. But how do we respond? How do you get hit and bounce back? And that's we had two really tough losses. Glass half empty, it stings, and we should have won those games. Glass half full, like we were in those games and we're close. So there's a clear, it's clear and present that we are close. So how do we respond? Um, but yeah, DJ's the man. Shout out to said B, most rushing touchdowns tied with Ricky Williams in the history of the Big Twelve. Cedric Benson. Yes, sir. R.I.P. Our brother. Good people, man. Yeah. All right. We are the Horns Up Podcast. I'll close this out. I almost forgot to do that. I'm Joshua Fisher, along with Nicholas Snackscrider, and that was the Con Cosby. Joining us was Derek Johnson. Horns up, guys. Let's win this weekend. Welcome, baby. Welcome. To the show, we got to remind you guys that we are brought to you by the app Yuda, as in Yuda Man, U-D-D-A. Go to Yuda today. Go play our Big 12 college football pick em. It's a lot of fun, guys. You don't have to bet any money. That's what that is. It's free gambling. Go. Every person that enters, 10 bucks get thrown into the pot. 10 people go, you can win 100 bucks. Here is the referral code to sign up, Q. S six W P K two N Q S six W P K two N to sign up on the Yuda app. Free betting, a lot of fun. Go make your picks for college football, Big Twelve. That's right. Go there right now. Download it. Have fun. Win easy money. Get paid. Enjoy and compete. We got to remind you that we are also brought to you by BetOnline.ag. That's right. If you have real money, want to bet real money, and win big, go to BetOnline.ag today. Put money on the horns. I have a gut feeling we're going to Waco and getting that W. Big 12 championship. Send it without any disregard. We got it in the bag, baby. I'm a blind believer. I'm also Joshua Fisher, and you heard Nicholas Snacks Crider and the man Quan Cosby. Get your horns up. Have a great weekend, everybody. Let's get that win.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know, when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.